Well, hello there. How are you? My name is Dom O'Neill and welcome to the Mind You and Business Show. We're here to help folk realise that life is more than just nine to five. On today's show, we have some great tips and some expert advice on succeeding in the digital age. We're finding out from Dave Algio, the stressed guru, how to not only spot, but defeat stress. Also, we're finding out from Alex Falcone and Chris Smith from the Read It and Weep podcast, how to not only grow an audience, but gain a consistent audience and a loyal audience. That really is the key when it comes to audiences. We're finding out the tricks of the trade from those two. My good self and Alistair are getting involved in the travel section of the show. We're answering one of your questions. We're finding out how to stick to budget when we're traveling away on holiday. And also the first part of the show, we're finding out how to do better business abroad. That's all happening here on Mind Your Own Business. It's the MYOB show. Tune in, turn on, opt out. This is a Chook production. Because life's too short. You can hear the MYOB show on the radio and online. Go to www.myobshow.co.uk to find out more. Hey folks, it's Dom here, Dom O'Neill. Lovely to have you here. Today we're talking about global creative success. Yes, because nowadays in the digital age, you know, you could well be in one place in the world, but your ideas, your creative visions, your stories, whatever it is that you do, they can get a worldwide audience really, really easily. Now, sometimes you may need to go abroad, go abroad to do business, meet people in foreign lands. On today's show, we're finding out all about that, all about how to be successful when you travel abroad for work. Here is a fact for you you may not know, but in the three months leading up to September 2013, £75.7 billion worth of stuff was exported from the UK. That is a huge number. £75.7 billion made by selling stuff abroad. Now, you might be thinking, well, I'm a small business. I've got a creative project. How do I do business abroad? Does this even affect me? And possibly it might not. However, we are living in an increasingly small world. Uh, It's said a lot, we live in the global village. Uh, And if you have a website, if you have stuff on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, Google+, uh, you can be seen not just by people in your community, but by people in the world. The language of business is, as we all know, English. However, Spanish and Mandarin are becoming very, very important in the business world as well. So on today's show, we're getting our heads around why you should learn a language when so many other people speak ours. What are the benefits to you if you make that little bit of effort and learn the language of the people you're doing business with? It's the MYOB show. Tune in, turn on, opt out. We've got a roving mic at the moment and we're going out to meet people. I think it's quite interesting to not just get people in the studio, not just get people on the phone, but actually go out to meet them in their workplace. So I went out to meet free uh, freelance teachers who all specialise in language learning and I asked them, is there really any point in learning a language when so many people speak ours? My name is John Williams. I teach English skills, conversational skills, uh, written skills... Um, skills for academic work. I think one of the most important is I think you get an understanding of your own language from learning another language. 
I think when we learn English at school in this country, we don't learn about conditional tenses and all the different tenses and how the language works. We just use it. Whereas I think once you start to learn another language, you then start to understand how your own language works, which I think improves our own language skills and understanding of what people are saying, not just on the surface, but underlying meanings and things like that. Uh, also, if you learn another language, it frees you up when you travel. Um, I've been to, to countries where the language is completely different, whereas you just feel a little awkward by trying to ask for things and pointing. and You never quite know whether you're being rude or uh, unpleasant with people. Uh, whereas if you can ask them in their own language, you can see the smile on their face when you try. And I think that, that, that there's nothing quite like that. If you're going abroad, get the full value of it. You know, try to get, even if it's only to ask for a beer. You know, the, just to see the look on their face when they, you know you've tried to, to. And I think that's quite important. So those would be the, the two main reasons for me why I would learn another language. Does feeling confident in your language kind of benefit to business people? Is there oh, a benefit? It's a huge benefit. I, I mean, I, I've always maintained that improving language, especially English, because that's obviously the language I specialise in, 90% of the improvement is down to confidence because then you'll be prepared to try new things. And once you're prepared to try new things and partially succeed or completely succeed at them, you realise, I can do this. And then you will be willing to try something else and try something else. And that transfers itself into everything you do then. If you have a confidence in your own ability to do something that you're not, you've never tried before or you didn't think you were very good at, it passes through all your skills and I think it's very important. Confidence is a, is a huge thing in language. Huge thing. I'm Gracia. I'm, I'm a Spanish. But I did my degree in English. And then I moved. So I have a really... I have an interest in languages. So I really enjoy teaching my language in, in England. I think the three main reasons to learn a language is just to learn, to get in contact with another culture, to be able to communicate with people from all over the world, and also to to have a better understanding of the world and the diversity that we have nowadays in everywhere. My name is Emily Leval. I'm from the northeast of France in Lorraine. Um, I was doing a master's in linguistics in France and I had to do a placement abroad. So I came as a French language assistant in schools and uh, really enjoyed it. I was supposed to stay for six months and ended up staying for two years and I never left. Three good reasons to learn a language that it makes you more confident when it comes to, to traveling, so you can travel all around the world. Um, also, it makes you more employable. So you have more chance to get um, a job because employers are looking for people with language skills. And the third reason is that um, you're able to live in much more other areas of the world so you can move to another country. Yeah. Do you think it makes a big difference uh, when you're in another country being able to speak the language properly? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think you can build a much better report with people that you're meeting. Uh, even if it's just a few sentences or just have a simple conversation, I think people will, will more will warm much more to you than if you if you were speaking your own, your own language. Even if people speak a foreign language, I think it builds um, a good start for um, uh, meeting people and socialising, um, being able to speak the, the the other people's language.
That's great advice from our free tutors. Thank you very much to John, to Emily, and also to Gracia. So to recap on what they said, learning a language can help you socialise, which of course helps with networking, which is a huge, huge part of small business and a massive part of living and working in the creative industries. It can also help improve your speaking skills in general, helps you understand your own language and can use your own language better because you've learned another one, so it helps you back at home as well. It can give you an edge over your competitors and also can put you in the good books of people who want to do business with you. So if a competitor has the same price as you, offers the same creative service as you, but you can maybe buy them a beer, buy them a coffee in their own language when you go out to see them or you speak to them, uh, that will definitely put you in their good books. Plus, learning another language can make you more confident. So if you are doing business abroad, it's all about confidence. People need confidence in you. If you can show that you have confidence in yourself and confidence in the way you talk, learning a language can really help you with that. But what is the next step? So you've got language learning. The next step has to be learning the culture. To give us a greater understanding on this subject, we'll talk to my next guest. It's Richard Sice. Richard is a very, very nice chap and really, really knowledgeable in this sector. He has a company called Going Global Skills. He's the director there. And both Richard and his company have more than 20 years experience helping businesses and organisations in both the public sector and private sector do business abroad. So he's definitely the man to talk to on this subject. So first off, I started the interview by asking him how important languages are, learning the language of the place you're going to go to. How important is that in this day and age to doing business and being successful in business abroad? I'd like to use the example of perhaps a, of, of a pyramid in terms of language learning and, and culture. And that in that respect, that at the base of the pyramid is business culture. That we can all learn something about the country that we wish to do business with. Um, when it's successful, we're, we're very proud of ourselves, but perhaps it's, there are some horror stories when it goes horribly wrong. The middle part of the pyramid is where people learn a few phrases and expressions and that will open doors for them in the countries that we should do business in and that perhaps really at the, at the peak of the pyramid are those people who are committed to learning the language to, to acquire the fluency to do business in the language itself. Mm-hmm. Is kind of learning cultures quite important? Because my brother, he has a business uh, and he deals with kind of lots of people from different cultures and it's funny how... Um, Small things actually make a big a big difference because in the UK we're very much if we have a meeting we come at one time uh, we sit talk for the whole meeting and then we go off. But you know he deals with a lot of people from kind of the Middle East and it's very much more a feeling of kind of book a time, but it's kind of around then and you know you might also the guy you're meeting might also be meeting other people. Is that kind of stuff you've got to be aware of? Absolutely true. That uh, it, it is a quite different business culture in the Middle East that you may have your fixed appointment time but it's certainly no guide to when you'll actually meet the people concerned that there may be excellent reasons why they're not able to come when they're arranged and they may well bring other visitors into the meeting that you weren't expecting but that's just the way they do business and it's part of building a relationship which is important for them before they actually get down to the nitty-gritty of, of hard facts as, uh, in terms of doing a, doing a trade. So it really kind of pays to be kind of open-minded when dealing with 
with work abroad work, and dealing with companies abroad. Very much so. And these cultural differences are also noticeable in, in the UK as well. If I may share a story about an incident which happened at uh, an airport. Yeah, absolutely. And that uh, there was a, a family that were intending to travel to the Middle East that the, the husband was actually planning to stay here in the UK. So he was there to escort his wife and family to the, to, to the aeroplane. Mm-hmm. That uh, they were running a little bit late. The customs officer who was on duty wanted to help out and just by being friendly, wanted to take the arm of the lady concerned and bring her along to where she needed to go. Mm-hmm. But the huge cultural difference is that he, he's... An unknown man is not allowed to touch another woman. Uh, and so at that moment in time, the husband actually turned around and said, his wife and family are not allowed to get on the plane. If you can imagine how much distress wow. that caused to her and everyone concerned, and even the the British custom official as well. Wow. And uh, so you've really got to think about where you're going before you go there, because you know, by the time you get there, teeny tiny things like touching a woman you don't know yeah. could completely close a business deal down. That's Is right. That and, and you know, the, these cultural nuances uh, can be quite different from the Middle East, the Far East, Northern Europe and Southern Europe, and, and of course, Latin America and Northern America. Mm. It just it does paint to learn a little bit about these differences. It's the MYOB Show. Everything you need to know. So to sum up, learning a couple of phrases is obviously excellent. Uh, learning the language is brilliant. Um, and But really what you need to be doing is learning about the culture of the place you're going to. I would say all the time on this show, if you go doing anything abroad, you need to do research, research, research before you go. Hopefully, with all that knowledge in mind, you can be a global success too. Thank you very much to Richard Sice and all the guests who've talked to me on this part of the show. I'm Dom O'Neill. You've been listening to Mind Your Own Business. It's the MYOB Show. Tune in, turn on, opt out. This is a Chook production. Because life's too short. You can hear the MYOB show on the radio and online. Go to www.myobshow.co.uk to find out more.